0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Something Something Podcast. My name is Eric Kasloff and with me as always is Larry Sands. Party on, Larry. Party on, Eric. Party on. You know, and, You know, I- the smart thing would be after as long as we've been doing this is to come up with an original way to start the show. Well see, now that now that we have our, our
1: Wayne's World impression down, I always I always think you're gonna go with the Animaniacs. Say hello Larry. So see, it keeps me it keep keeps me what is it? Not yeah. entertained, although I am entertained, <laughs> but it keeps me on my toes, really. So that's a good thing.
0: I think we should try to do the, well, you know, when the Bill and Ted movies release date is announced, then we should start doing the wild stallions. Stallions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you don't, if you're listening to the show, the thing I say at the end, be excellent to each other. That is a Bill and Ted quote. (laughs) (laughs) What if nobody ever knew that? And they
1: go, why does he keep saying that? But now, you know, now, you know, everybody. Now you know. Hey, uh, okay. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Stuff's been going on that I want to talk about. Uh, We did a mini podcast about it, but I'm going to have to re-edit it a lot because when it's just me and you talking, we we went on a Gary Busey tangent. Like how did did we get from talking about this to the filmography of Gary Busey? (laughs) I know. I know. You know, every, see, look, That's like Lindsay Lohan.
1: Every show, we've got to have Lindsay Lohan come on, but she never makes it.
0: I second. Her name is (laughs) said. we got to have Gary Busey on. A big thing we want to talk about right off the bat, my slasher movie, Hillsborough Road, that I've bored everybody with talking (laughs) about, um... As I joked, setting a script in the eighties is a stupid move for your first movie, but I was cheered on by that. Then you know, you saw me getting depressed in our personal talking times how hard it was to promote so i'm not I'm touching up the script to make it set nowadays. Yes. And that's why if you look on our, you know, my personal Instagram or the shows, you're seeing these mock posters for it cuz yeah. we are having an original poster coming soon but it's made uh many advertisements for it so much easier. I mean, doing a the short is still hard cuz I need a location, but let's say, you know, we went with the 80s one. And we got my goal of $300,000 to make it. A movie set in the 80s for $300,000 is rough.
1: It's super rough. So, yes.
0: A movie set nowadays for $300,000. You'd be living like a king on set. So it's way more comfortable. You know, we could actually, we don't have to have like the cheap pizza, you know, the Little <laughs> Caesars. We could have good pizza <laughs> on set. Like Papa John's. No, my I live in Jersey. Papa Georgios. Oh no, that's not Papa George. Real pizza, all right. (laughs) But no, that's been the big thing with me. That you, you're probably seen on my like Instagram, Twitter, and my. As soon as I start up on YouTube again, it'll be videos all on there. I don't feel defeated by it. I feel better, if anything. I think if you feel reinvigorated, which
1: actually you should, um, because I think that was the smartest move ever because having talked to you and looked at you and, and been through it seems it seems like it's been labor pains, honestly. And cell
0: phones um, were driving me crazy. Right. And who who
1: knew who knew one little cell phone or one little piece of a story could hold hold up like a whole like a masterpiece and oh, I only love only these. creative people
0: i still love the 80s version of the script oh yeah yes. yeah yes. i finally figured out how you know cell phones won't be a problem anymore
1: no which is good which is and you know it look a horror movie is a horror movie but you have a special horror movie Right yeah. and and now you have a clear head and a clear mind and you can put put your full force on trying to get done what you need to get done, exactly. which is the short first and foremost because that's where it all starts.
0: Yeah, so, you yeah. had a lot going on with you, right, Larry? Well, Eric,
1: you know something happened today. Um, right after I talked to you about our show um, tonight. I, I, got, I got some information that I'd like to share with everybody listening right now, and it's really, it's kind of exciting for the show. Um, uh, Wait, I don't we even are, know about this. I know. I didn't want to tell you until now. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I would like to introduce our something something podcast to, i not iHeartRadio,
0: iTunes. We're wow. on iTunes. We got on iTunes now? Yeah. Yeah, we're on iTunes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool, and, man. So we're on everything now.
1: We pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um and 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 tonight our our episode with our guest is Obviously, all our past podcasts are up, but this is our first official on, wait, podcast. Wait,
0: wait, wait, hold on! I'm the engineer. I do all the tech stuff, and you wait till now to tell me? Is this going to change how I upload stuff, or do I still upload it the way I always do?
1: Oh no, they have—they've got a whole upload system that you have oh, okay, to. Okay, okay. No, I'm kidding. It's the same. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same. No, no. So it's—it's really exciting. So I'm—I'm I'm super happy, and I'm super. Uh, proud and glad that that we exist now on all platforms so hello all platforms welcome to the something something podcast and with that i think it's time we get to our very first guest that is on iHeartRadio radio and iTunes, itunes at the same time so <laughs> and actually eric this is this is so we we've inter, we've interviewed a lot of 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 creative people right movies and books and music and and a lot of them i've been super fortunate to actually know and work with and
0: whenever it's people you say you've known for a long time i yeah. keep thinking i missed them by 10 minutes <laughs> uh,
1: you actually actually you you did actually miss by 20 <laughs> minutes actually for for her for her and um uh, tonight, uh, it's, I think this is going to be a really important um, show. Um, it's still about being creative in a whole new realm, which is great. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I would like to introduce our guest tonight, Sasha Zelig. Hi, Sasha. How you doing?
0: Sasha, Hi,
2: for Hi. Thank you for having me.
1: You're welcome, you're welcome. So, Sasha, I have known you for about 5 years. Not really. It's been a little bit longer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's but more like we, almost
2: 10. It's like 9, eight, at least 8 or 9.
1: Has it been that long? That's well, crazy.
2: 11, I think, Larry. Yeah. Oh my
1: god, it has. Uh-huh. It has. Wow. Should we tell everybody how we met? Yeah, but the Barbazan. Barb yes. <laughs> We were we were instructors, and then she became she be, she became the top dog at Barbizon in What's our, Barbizon? our sector uh, here in San Antonio. What is it? Oh, you don't know what Barbizon is? No. Oh my gosh. Okay, so it start. Okay, so Maybe you can help me out. I know when, when I got when I started teaching, they did more acting and, and modeling and stuff. But it actually started out as. Like uh, finishing, like a school. finishing school. I was gonna say prep school, but that's not right at all.
2: No, like a, a manners, like how to learn your proper manners. School in the late 30s, um, started by a man, and um, just morphed throughout the the decades into more of a modeling and acting agency. Um, but there's certain etiquette and protocol, I think, that models and actresses are supposed to follow, and so there were a lot of leftovers like I had to do my makeup and my hair and wear a skirt and pantyhose and heels every day required a dress code for me and, um, and you, I did too <laughs> I, <wore pen. laughs> I was so jealous of your slacks your trousers I' like this is business casual you guys it's 2007 and 11, 12, you know, I know. yeah, it's interesting. Um, an interesting place to work. But I'm, it, we did meet amazing people there. The instructors that came through there, you know, it was, a, it was always a bit of a pit stop. Um, but I've even continued, you know, knowing young women that were our students and they're, they've just grown into these amazing, blossoming young women. So there's something in the program for sure.
1: I, that I, I do agree. And being, being in the business, I saw where, I mean, you still have to know how to handle yourself when you go into auditions and how to carry yourself and, and what people expect. I say people casting directors and you know, the like, so it was, it was very good and I like doing it because I like talking obviously about creative stuff and all that stuff. But, um, but, um,
2: now, the girls love yes. you though. Mr. Leary. Mr. Uh, Larry. Mr. Larry,
1: It was fun. it was good times, I tell you. You know, it was great. Uh the, I have to stop thinking about it. I got a I got a show to do. Um so, <laughs> okay,
2: great. On track. Back so, to the
1: present. Yes. So speaking of the present, Sasha. I don't know how to so I'm on your website. Right. Mm. And I know
0: you. Cool looking website, by the way. Link will be in the description. Yes.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, It says I help people remove physical, mental, and emotional blocks like fear, anxiety, isolation, and stuckness to live a courageously enjoying, uh, full self expression, freedom, and inner peace through play, intimacy, and connection with self and others.
2: It's a lot of sentence
1: there, man. Yeah, yeah but There's a lot of sentence, <laughs> but with that sentence, that's a lot that's being said. And I, I, so I'm like super excited whenever we have a guest where I get to live vicariously through my questions and kind of go, ooh, I could use that. I could use all that. But that's what it is. And, and I think what, well, you know what, just. Enough of me. No, that's
2: like the perfect way to talk about what this is. Um, And and it's actually just making me be really present to the fact that both of you guys are a lot of fun and that no wonder our vibes like meet because for me, I just don't think that self growth and change have to be hard. Um, They are hard. They are challenging. So it's not to acknowledge that that doesn't happen, but uh, I just think we can approach things with a lot more fun and pleasure and like delight in our doing of life and that there's no way to get it right. There's no way to really get it wrong. I mean, yeah, you can hurt people. Um, but if you're living in integrity and following your joy, like your life is going to turn amazing. It's just going to turn a corner and be amazing. But we get h- held back in the stuckness or the anxiety or the shoulds and expectations of others. So we, we don't follow our like true passion and bliss. Um, so that's what I'm all about.
0: Ooh, ooh, okay. Say, <laughs> you sound a lot like Joseph Campbell. I got a little bit of his teachings when you were talking with all that. Of...
2: Sure, I, I could imagine I'm from that lineage, yeah. Oh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> so, so I, I got to, now, going back to your website, you have a, a general warning, which I love. It's play improves quality of life, creativity, and sex, Play reduces stress, fatigue, anxiety, depression, loneliness, and heart disease. Come play right away. So with an exclamation point. And obviously I should read it like, oh my God, come play. <laughs> but um, So let's get right into it. Let's do it. Where, do, le, where does all this stem from? Because should we take me for example or maybe not? Let's say there's another guy named Harry.
2: Okay, let's take Harry <laughs> for example. <laughs> Should we do that, Lenny's or Denny's? I forget. <laughs> right, you know,
0: like oh, I'm that Harry guy. He sucks, man. I know he's a he's a nerd and a let's cool guy. Oh, 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 a hey, 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 that is our word. You don't get to use that word, Larry. My people fought for that word. All right, what cool guy? No nerd. Daddy? All right, you don't get. Oh, that, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh that's right. okay. That's right.
1: That's right. That's right. Man. No, you know, being being open and honest, I think first and foremost with yourself. I think um, to me that opens up because, uh, Sasha, and please, I ramble a lot. If you've listened to the show, I just go on and on. But to me. Not all when really I'm done ends. editing. <laughs> what? Not when I'm what? done editing. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just like, Hi. you're done um um but is it it's really based on the person's personality right like how open they are in the world means how open they are really anywhere and with anybody
2: i mean any problem that you have in one area of your life is going to show up in every area of your life
1: i agree i i can see that yeah um how do you? Because okay. First of all, how did you get involved in in doing all this stuff?
2: <sighs> um. Okay. I'm going to try to go fast through this part. Um, uh-huh. Basically, my I was into theater, and theater translates really well into ritual and um, into dance as well. So I started dancing, and within each kind of dance, there's a ritual that occurs. And then I started getting a bit more into women's empowerment, which is often uh, honoring of the other, of Mother Earth and so somewhat pagan and started to find more of a magical tribe um, of women wanting to really empower each other and create a new dynamic. So I started doing this women's gathering and I started going to women's gatherings and I got a coach and then I decided I want to be a coach. And so over the last five, six years, I've studied under a number of different mentors, um, from anything to like crystals and energetics, to theta healing, to journey dance, to uh, a wonderful method by a woman called Tarni Falun called Body Freedom.
0: Um, so I've created a lot of all of that on your website in case people want to get a better definition of that.
2: Yeah. And let me, let me just give you like the overview. When you get to my website, you're just going to meet me and then you're going to see two kind of major pages, which are the events and the coaching. So I do one-on-one coaching. Um, I have created a method called the self-discovery dive that helps people come down through their chakras to discover their inner landscape and amazing parts of themselves that will help guide them to exactly what they desire in life. It's really fun. And then some other methods that I use, um, some more psychic than others, and then, um, and just some coaching and like practical like life coaching skills. Um, I also run a women's program or a program for new entrepreneurs that are wanting to build their business, like their soul-led business called Play for Passion and Purpose. Um, And then in the events side of things, my major mission in life really is to help people understand that we are all one. So any way that I can build connection between human beings and understanding and understanding and compassion, um, I just feel like the world would be a better place. And I also think that we as humans end up hiding our experience a lot and that it's much better to share it. So going back to Harry, like is there <laughs> is there a problem that we could approach through fun, play and creativity today that Harry would like address?
1: No no (laughs)
2: okay you're got a perfect harry's got a perfect life everybody
1: i'm perfect hey eric i'm i'm harry hi sasha (laughs) no i think you know it's and let's go back a little minute to like what you what you're talking about for ritual like with theater and 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 dance because i think i i kind of know where you may be going but for somebody that that is just kind of you know like getting into this talk a little bit about the ritual because is that well no no i'll hold my question yeah just talk about the ritual of it all if that makes any sense
2: yeah well i mean rituals are a lost art in a way um religions incorporate ritual now. And we have in this culture, Western culture, some rites of passage. So those are examples of ritual. Like if you're Jewish, you get a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah. Um, You know, we get our driver's license. We turn 18, you know, we like, there are these rites of passage, but we also have daily rituals in our lives. Every time we wash our hands, every time we, you know, potentially drink a bottle of water, any, anything can kind of become a ritual. So, I guess what does that mean like it just sort of means honoring the sacred um honoring the sacred in life itself and thus in each other and in the resources that we intake to also create you know um
1: I I know as like a like as an actor like cuz I know i i'll just you i take a lot of stuff in and i observe a lot you know because i think that's what actors do they're observers and then they they go do it you know and so are you are, are you is that kind of what you're talking about because it's the ritual i guess well, you take observing. you as
2: an actor Right. What's your ritual before you go on stage? Like, you know, you've done your makeup, you've gotten into costume, and then you've done some kind of like little centering exercise. Like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. And especially when we're creating, like, you know, I, I heard in one of your podcasts talking about writer's block and I know obviously Eric, you're a writer too. So, um, you know, how do you approach writer's block or something like that in terms of ritual? Um, but there's something about being creative that's, that's magical. Like we think a thought in our head. We talk about manifestation, like what is that? Like, but practically speaking, we think a thought in our head and then we decide whether or not we're going to move forward into putting it out there into our three-dimensional reality, right? So walking into that creative space is a very in-between place or the magical realm, if you will.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, I, what I, I like when you said that, because a lot of times when people think, talk about, you know, talk, speaking something into existence, or if that's, they think it's just saying, I'm going to have a, a awesome car, I'm speaking it. No, you have to do practical steps after you say, you can't just say, new Tesla. No, you got to actually take steps. And that's where people get mysticism and ritual wrong in a lot of ways.
2: Or or the basic manifest, the concept of manifestation. That's what I wanted to say more
0: manifestation. Yes.
2: Yeah. I think about it like a tennis match. So you're on one side of the court and the universe is on the other side of the court. Mm -hmm. And the
0: first serve is your desire. I want a Tesla. (laughs) And then the universe gets that. I'm just using that as it was the first thing to pop in my head. What do you want, Eric? (laughs) A 57 Chevy.
2: (laughs) Okay, great. That's cool because it's harder to find. So, okay, I want a 57 Chevy. Um, Eric, can you currently afford that 57 Chevy if you found it? okay, great. Perfect example then. So you're going to send that serve out into the universe. I want a 57 Chevy universe is going to catch that ball in its tennis racket and send it back to you with an idea. Oh, Eric, you should, do a podcast and get it sponsored by chevy and do like a big i don't know whatever you know yeah yeah. you get this brilliant idea back from the universe and then it's your turn again to hit the ball as you know as the participant in life to hit the ball and co-create and go okay yeah i'm gonna call chevy and be like do you guys want to sponsor my you know
0: my podcast (laughs) yeah but people try to put spirituality into this weird realm where it makes no sense it doesn't make practical sense. But I like what you're saying because, you know, you have to do something.
2: <laughs> well, religion, unfortunately, uh, monotheistic religion has taken God or creator or source energy or universe or whatever you want to call it and made it into like Santa Claus in the sky that's separate from us. It's only one way of being, one way of looking, one way of acceptability, right? Right. But when we consider that if we are created by the creator, we are also seedlings of this creator and we have this creative energy and life force and we're creating things all the time. So I believe that God is within us, whatever you want to call it, but that source creator energy is within us. And it's not to say that there isn't something honorable, more honor. I don't, whatever. Like it doesn't matter about the hierarchy. We are, we just are part of this whole creative system. Um, so yeah, knowing that you have the power to manifest what you want is certainly...
0: Hey, everybody, Eric Kasloff here. Just want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com has more audiobooks than I could count, and they're going to give you a free 30-day trial. All you got to do is click the link in the description or go to the URL audibletrial.com slash something something, and you get your very own free audiobook
1: sasha i'm i 'm glad you 're talking about manifestation um, because i 've been needing to do a lot about like manifesting my own my own future and um, how do you approach something as big as that? Do you start little? do you start small? do you start medium? is anything too big to manifest?
2: Well, I think it's life's a dance between our desires and accomplishing those desires and then our next desires. So it's ongoing. <laughs> like don't don't think you're going to just get there. You're not. You know, I think everyone gets that chance to just keep wanting more. And it's not that we can't be satisfied with and grateful for what we have. That's totally part of it. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, you're saying your future, like that's huge. That could be your relationship. That could be, you know, your financial stability,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I think whatever it is, so, what yeah. did you say? Eric? Did the part parma- is the best way, the better way to go about that. Why would you want to compartmentalize
2: your life? Like, I, I think people do that a lot. They go to work and they have a terrible time and they come home and they're like, okay, now I can have fun or on the weekends, I can have fun. But we live in this weird time where um, we're saturated, saturated with people. So there aren't always jobs. But because we're saturated with people, there's always going to be people that are interested in what you're doing. You know, there's a gazillion podcasts out there, but some people listen to yours, right? And yeah. Some, yeah. I think it's that it's just trusting that there is, there doesn't have to be a competition. There doesn't have to be a hierarchy anymore that we can each contribute something to this world that we love. That's our own unique gift. So I would suggest to anyone out there that's struggling to find what they want to do or build or create in their life to ask yourself, what do you love? What do you love? Because why wouldn't you want to live a life you love?
1: That's right. That, and why couldn't you? And, and I think, see, that's the thing. And, and it's what you said, Sasha, is people hold themselves back. And, and when, when you see people like that... Um, and I think we all do, I know I do, I talk myself out a lot of crap, and I, hate I do
2: that. even me, the amazing spectacular play coach, like of course, we all get stopped in our lives, yeah
1: yeah and and how how do you approach because' as an outsider looking in, but with insider knowledge of being an outsider, does that whatever <laughs> however that looks but <laughs> but how how does that? How do you approach that and and how do you break that down? And how do you make somebody see that they got to get over that? Or can you?
2: Uh, yeah, no, I don't think there's like a two is there's for me there's two approaches. There's one side which is like uh knowing the pants off of myself, like knowing when I'm knowing when I'm stopping myself, knowing when I'm Pretending that I'm not good enough or that I'm not uh, just an amazing, unique manifestation of the creator, you know, and that I'm valuable in my own uniqueness, like just as you are, Larry, and just as you are, Eric, like we are each individually unique. So I think that helps me. And then but knowing like when I start doing those things of like, yo, I'm totally doing this. I'm like doing my old pattern. I'm procrastinating. I'm avoiding. I'm hiding. I'm whatever I'm doing. And then also having a support system around you to help talk you off that ledge or out of that hole or whatever. Um, But I I think the biggest, most helpful thing I could say, especially to people that have had like huge traumatic losses in their lives, like imagine losing a daughter or your daughter or like, God forbid, you know, but some traumatic thing where you're like, I don't want to live anymore. Yeah. Then I think to your, then I think, okay, fuck it. Can I swear on the podcast? Fuck oh, yeah. it, it's an experiment. You know, life is an experiment. There's no way to get it wrong or right. So if I have this one body for this one lifetime, then I might as well make the the most of it and do what I love. Play hard, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. And but but see, and I can imagine because when you say play hard, some guy's gonna go, man, I'm gonna go out and just let it all hang loose. Or it could be the 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 opposite, but the same. It's like, you know what? I don't care what anybody's going to think. I don't care what they have to say about me. I don't care. Whatever. And I'm just going to do what I, I want to do. I want to follow my passion. I, wanna, I want to... I, I'm I going to live my dream. Okay, No matter yes. what anybody says.
2: But right? then... It, yes, but then what we're doing, we just have to be careful that we're not living within ourselves because mm-hmm. life isn't really lived for you. Life is lived for everyone else around you. Yes. You know, so yes. If, you're, if you're thinking... Yeah, it's good to know who you are in terms of like your the crap you pull on yourself. <laughs> really, how am I coming and being in this world and affecting this planet, you know? Um, how big is my carbon footprint? How kind and considerate and compassionate can I be to others? What What is my... Like, you guys have this like funny banter that's like nerdy, hee, but deep and like whatever, you know, there are people out there that are really relating to you. Um, and I think like it. it actually breaks my heart when I people like will write me and they'll want to, they'll want to play with me. They'll find some like way that feels comfortable, but they're not really ready to get fully out there and in there. And they're like, Oh, I'll, I'll do it later. Or, or I'll, I'll just wait. And then like, when are you going to just live your life? Like who,
1: yeah. who,
2: who are you living this life for? And someday, <laughs> you know, the parents that told you who to be and what to do, they're going to be dead. So who are you going to be then? Mm.
1: <laughs> Whoa, that's like, drop the mic that's walk off stage <laughs> right but that but but that in a nutshell i think is oh god that that is so heavy what you just said and it is and heavy. right and rightfully so because ah oh, i don't even know what you said i was so involved in listening to you and just like it's i i don't know i'm i'm kind of i'm not at a loss for words i'm just kind of trying to pick Through that, what you just
0: said to. It was like, it was a pretty deep thing. It's like you no, need a wait. second there to take it all in. But it yeah. was so, so it's one of those things that are so simple, you don't think about it enough. Man, I, you know, I mean,
1: if, 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 if everybody could see us right now, I'm, I'm looking over the microphone going, my God, I don't know how to respond to that. And on radio, that's not a good thing because that's dead air. Dead but air. that's, I mean, what is I'll, that I'll like? Put it, like in a
2: I'll song put it, I'll put it another way, maybe. Um, that inner critic that we all hear in our head that sometimes has gotten to the point of like literally cussing you out and screaming in your ear and being such a jerk. That part of you is your own discernment, and it's asking you to listen to it. And it's gotten off track because you've been listening, or whoever the person has been listening to the shoulds and the expectations of the outside world, and so that inner discernment is screaming at you.
0: Oh, wow! So
2: that's why when people get stuck, that's exactly when people get stuck, and so that's a great time to come and see me if you're just ready to be yourself and stop living your life for everyone else. Come see me.
1: Wow. You're, in, you're in San Diego right now, right? I'll be there in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I do Zoom, don't you worry. We can do it from wherever you are. What would that, so, okay. Now, um, I'm certainly interested in how, what is what does that look like when somebody comes to you? And That's
0: exactly what I was about to ask. And okay.
1: what, what, what does that look like? What does that feel like? What is the process? Because I can imagine people, um, and I'm probably one of them sometimes that, that is so like wrapped up and I got all this stuff going on and blah, blah, blah. And, and how, what does that look like when they come to you? How, how can, how can somebody approach you and not feel like, like they're, just being like crazy or it's not about me or in a way because you know when you're wrapped up in your head it's everybody else right it's, it but really it's about you Am I, I, mean, right I certainly
2: right? believe that everyone in the planet should have a mentor so if that's a therapist or a coaching program or a life coach or literally a mentor for what you're doing in life or just like an older wiser elder friend we all need that guidance and support and it would behoove everyone on the planet, I think, to have that support. So if anybody's out there feeling alone and stuck, like you got to find your person that's going to help nurse you out of it. You know, you, I really, I truly believe that, uh, you know, we'll say like, Oh, are you a healer? Like people ask me that. Are you a healer? (laughs) And I'm like, I facilitate healing. Your job is you're the one doing the work. Like that's up to you. If you're ready to grow, change, play, make new choices. What's the definition of insanity, right? It's just doing the same thing again and again and again. So you have to start making new choices if you're feeling that, that stuckness Um, and that's scary for people. So that's the moment to grab support. Right? So I, I mean, you asked me what it looks like to coach with me and, um, like I said, I do a lot of events that give you pieces and tastes and, um, tools that you can come to, you know, at at a, for reasonably priced and it's easy and quick and over not too, you know, two hours of torture and that's it. Like, (laughs) but if you want to work with me one-on-one, um, then ironically, I have actually gone back to my days at Barbizon, Larry. Um, and because, at Barbizon, they brought the girls through a six month process and they we would see a lot of growth in these girls over six months. But to try to have done that program in such a short time, it doesn't give you the time to solidify the change.
1: Yeah. So
2: my, I, I generally like to work in six-month chunks with a person, and I, I pretty much guarantee that your life will be 180 degrees different and on the path of, like, full orgasmic awesomeness in six months or less. Um, so there's, there's a, a period – the first period is, like, break – I call it break-in – So you're getting to know each other and getting building that trust and getting to know the goals and the mission. And then breakthrough, you're starting to see all these changes as you start to take different action and seeing people treating you differently and acting differently around you and new opportunities are arriving. You're seeing the change. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the, the final piece is break free where we're really solidifying the new tools that you're using and the new way of being. And you just have that support to kind of like trickle out and grow wings and fly off on your own. Um, So I use a number of different tools in the coaching as well. Um, Like I said, the self-discovery dive, this interactive guided meditation is kind of like you're jumping into the aquarium tank of your life and I'm peeping in through the outside.
1: Wow.
2: wow. It's so dope. And you get to know yourself and you get to know all these pieces. Like I have this um, hilarious Scottish woman who yells at me about boys. What? <laughs> it's like okay, that's a no, Sasha, no. Um, so we each have like these different guides, parts of ourselves, inner children that are asking to come out and have, have our attention back and like help us be the most fully full expressed being of ourselves possible. Um, But, you know, like people will do like a card reading or a psychic reading or go to a a therapist and ask, like, what do I do with my life? But only you know that, right? And so this technique helps you find the answers in yourself and it's bomb. Um, I also use some um, Reiki, touch therapy, crystal healing, herbology, um, and just sort of... uh, fun loving humorous compassionate honest pokes
1: (laughs) i'll just tell you the truth about you yeah and you know that's the thing i think people they uh people and i guess when i say people me okay actually what's kind of been nudging me you know i i don't believe in coincidences and but there is there is that thing and I and I know you're right and Eric you touched on it too about manifestation and you have to put things in motion in order to receive. You just can't sit back and go, Well, here comes my million and a half dollars.
0: Hell yeah. Right? Simpler thing. Like if you're single and wanna meet someone, you mm-hmm. can't just sit in your house all day expecting your perfect mate to knock on your front door. Right, right
2: going to need to go out of the house but you never know yeah, or you right.
1: know a
0: dating site you have but to, what if i'm a hermit
1: things to it but what if i'm a hermit mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: well, I, okay i'm feeling like i'm getting like this little psychic niggling message um that we're actually talking there's a question that wants to be asked that no one's asking dump oh. dump
1: um, no, dad. no, I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Yes. Larry, stop fighting it.
2: And I'll what? give you an example. Um, yes. okay. A friend of mine who's been married for a long time, 20 years or something recently asked me, he, he didn't ask me a question actually. He kind of just beat around the bush until I said like, so you are, your love life needs a little spice, you know, you need a little spice in your bedroom is that that's going on. And he finally was like, yeah. And, um, so I think one of the things that we do in life in general, but often, um, is we, we think about the product and not the process. Like I want to get laid. So if we're dating or if we're married and none of that, the, the, the getting laid isn't happening. We're like ready to just like full on jump in there, make babies, you know? Yeah. Um, but there's a process in both cases in dating and in married life of wanting to feel courted, special, cared for nurtured, um, you know interested in supported all those things so and, and also just like rekindling some fun and some joy or how do you start a relationship or
0: restart a relationship I just that. want to apologize for my dog barking I'll I'll quiet I'll, I'll play with him later
2: the best dog if everybody could just be like a dog do what you say love you when when you want good wouldn't that be a great lover I, yeah <laughs> Anyway, okay, so my point is, is that um, you got to start with the process. So for this person, I said to him, like, maybe even though I know you want to, like, get laid, that's, like, the goal, maybe you can back up enough to just say, hey, do you want to go out on a date?
1: Boom. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. And
2: then, like, they played Battleship. It was so cute. They played Battleship. He lost. They had a hilarious time and a great night and, like, rekindled this thing that they used to do.
1: wow. It, it, is it that easy? Yes, it is. It is. But, but
2: that's doing something different. Sometimes that's enough.
1: Exact, and, and, and you, you also work with couples. I take it. And what does that look like?
2: That looks like fun. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, when, when, when working with couples, um, Depending on, the, it really has to depend on the, cu- the couple's comfort level. Um, you know, putting, putting a third person like actively uh, watching or coaching like an actual session is like way far down the line where really we're going to like talk about a lot of things and then you two would go off and have some exercises to do, some play to do with each other. Mm-hmm. And again, it would just be super focused around fun, joy, Creativity and play. This is the thing. Okay, when we turn like adult, pretty much puberty, but somewhere between puberty and adult, and like eighteen, then the word play becomes sexual play. It, that's what it means. Adult play equals sexual play. So whenever I say, "Oh, my business is called Come Play," people are like, "Oh, what?" C U M, and I'm like, "No, just see. I come on and play with me, you know." And adults need to play. Everyone needs to play. And play is the way that we learned without having to get it wrong. It, when we were children, like as soon as they put tests in front of us, there was this thing about getting it wrong. But when you're out on the playground, just running around, messing around with your friends, you're learning, you're counting, you're using those yeah. skills. And mm-hmm. But it's fun and it's free. So mm-hmm. that's really my approach. That makes sense.
1: I, it makes perfect sense. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's something because there is, the, I mean, do you rarely get couples that come in and go, okay, yeah. And, and, and I was going to say, you're like the director. Right, yeah. you're, and and I mean, in a way, you know. Yes, it's a funny thing, but it's true. It's like, okay, now look into each other's eyes. So, how does that work? Like, I'm sure you, you, they have to be.
2: Now look into each other's eyes, touch I each know. other gently. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, for me. um, Okay, like, there could be so many, there's just, this is the thing about getting creative, especially with two other people involved, is that there's a limitless number of choices, especially when whatever somebody wants. So it's going to start with consent, and it's going to start with joy and pleasure. Um, but something like as silly as this game that I've created called Honest and Brave, which is basically the conscious truth or dare, or the compli- the truth or dare <laughs> robot. Um, you know, you could just simply play that game together and get to know each other a little bit or have to do something flirtatious to each other. Um, a simple exercise that I might suggest to you and your listeners out there, and even, actually, even, Eric, like, if you're single or whatever, if I'm single, single yeah. This is some of the things that I do for myself when I'm craving something I'm not getting and isn't necessarily available to me outside myself through another person, right? How do I get in touch with myself? So um, one of my favorite exercises is a giving and receiving exercise. So with two people, it's a little more separate. And with one person, it's kind of happening it's simultaneously. Um, so you think about something that you might want to have done with to you. Um, so I'm thinking right now that I'd like my neck tickled. So I'm just going to tickle my own neck. Or if my partner was there, I would say, would you tickle my neck? So sometimes that like a tickle means a different thing to different people. You know, you might get like fast fingertips on the neck. You might get scratched. You know, you might get like yeah. super soft touches. So then phase two is like honing really what do you want and speaking it, communicating it. So, okay, I I like it. I like where you're touching me on my neck, but could you use like, could you just barely use the tips of your fingers and like barely touch me at all? So it's just like making my skin crawl to your hand almost. And, and then that, when you get that feeling right, your partner or yourself, it's like, you know, energetic. (sighs) Yeah. That was my squirt. (laughs) 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 So something like that. And then you would take turns. So then then now it's your turn. Um, okay, now I want um, I want a back rub, you know, whatever. I want like two minutes of a back rub. So can you do my my lats? And like I was lifting weights or I was climbing. So I want my lats done under my shoulder blades. Okay, yeah, can you go a little harder or softer or whatever? And so you're really starting to communicate about something that's not sex. Like don't start with sex, whatever you do. <laughs> that's like the last thing. because. Right. It's the most charged thing. It's like talking about money. Sex and money the biggest fights in all relationships, right? Yeah. So if you start there, like, how do you want me to fuck you tonight, baby? Like, Jesus, like, people are like, ew, like, that's just already my ears even just saying it is too much. But Sounds if you're crazy. like,
1: yeah.
2: you know, what do you want for dinner, babe? And then you're thinking about that, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cook you this dinner with, like, love and with sensuality. Like put my... Yeah. Put that on free for you, you know? Um, Offer them something. It's like an offer. So same, I think if you're searching for a relationship out there, you're right, Eric, that you can't just stay in your home and like swipe and never go out on a date ever or like, you know, try class or go to Comic-Con or whatever. It suits your boat because you're probably most likely to meet somebody you like at a thing you like. Yeah. But this thing about like creeper versus um perv versus like a dude that's actually gonna get a woman um I think this is the difference so creeper is like somebody that's hiding their sexuality and like peeping around it they're like don't look but I'm really after you and it's, so that feels creepy that hiding and then there's like the perv that's like oh I'm just gonna shove it on you I'm gonna like totally touch you without consent like schmooze all over you, my sexuality, just to make it really clear. And we're like gross. And then there's the person that's like, yo, here is all this sensuality and love and yumminess for you. And it's just sitting right here in my lap. If you want to support it, it's here. <laughs> that to me is like the most attractive thing energetically when somebody's like after it, <laughs> if they can just hold their own about it and have patience.
1: Hmm. Interesting. And you know what I said about like coincidence. There's all this this whole conversation, the whole time. I I I I mean, and I hope there's people out there that like are listening to this, going, "Oh my God, that's me. That's me too." And because I'm I'm not. I mean, because it is. You know. Um. And actually, Eric. I, I talk to Eric a lot about what's going on because while I'm here in Texas and everything, and it's a whole long story. But yeah. it, but and and I'm trying to get over that the best that I can. Um, oh, she isn't it? Here we go. Here we go. We're going on. Dang you, Sasha!
0: You're making me cry <laughs> like Oprah. You're um, <laughs> having an Oprah moment. Yeah, yeah. I have you know? that effect on people. Sorry. <laughs> but
1: but you know what? That but that speaks volumes to me, and I think anybody who listens to this can can hear that you are so open, and just like, and it's the communication, right? It's it's like like when you touch yourself on the neck or when you have your partner do it, it's all about, cause is, that's the real thing. It's what we say and what we don't say is Mm -hmm. some of the biggest things I think. Right.
2: It's what we say. It's what we say in our heads and what we don't say out loud.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
2: mean, humans, if you've ever taken landmark out there, anybody landmarking out there will get this, but you know, if you, if you, uh, we're, as humans, part of the condition is that we make everything mean something. So your wife's like, babe, can you take out the trash? And you're like, damn it. I always have to take out the damn trash. She never does that at all. And you're like telling this whole story in your head about it. Right. And then she's like, oh, he's mad about it again. God, I can't ask him to do anything. And she's telling a story about it. So I think that, us coming back to like what happened, the trash was full. I was washing dishes. You were walking out the door. It made sense, like whatever, and that's just what happened. So, it's it's the the not being in touch with reality and being in touch with your own internal bullshit reality.
1: Yeah,
2: and it's the, the which builds up over time and makes it
0: more difficult. I think. Yeah. Um, it's like if a woman, you know, you're driving with a guy and you ask him to stop and ask directions, sometimes. man hears you're not a man when it's really hey we're lost and need to know where we're going well don't get
2: me started on that can of words why can't you be wrong like women are made wrong constantly we're constantly wrong and we just own it why can't you just do that it's not going to make you a weaker person and that's the thing about the expectations and the outside shoulds and all the like you know, this quote unquote, people using the term toxic masculinity, where a man cannot feel, he cannot be wrong. He cannot be soft or gentle or in need, but men and women out there, we all have the duality of this feminine and masculine world. Exactly. Period. It doesn't matter what genitals you got stuck with. We have both sides.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think that's perfect. And see, that's the thing is, I think that's perfectly natural. And I mean, I don't, I don't want to get into like all that stuff, but I just. See,
2: Larry, I mean, you keep stopping yourself. Actually, I'm just going to call you out on this. Like you've stopped yourself like three, four times on this podcast. Why? Why aren't you just communicating with me and your listeners and your friend here, this vulnerable place for you? Like what would happen in the, what change would come? Cause that would be a different thing than you're used to
0: doing. So See, what would I- happen if you did that?
1: Well, 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 I'd just be really honest with myself. That's the whole thing.
0: And, and it's, Go for it, Larry.
1: Well, what I was going to say is, you know, I think there's nothing wrong with, with strong women being strong and men being just like crybabies. But, and and I, think, I think there's a bunch of guys out there who are douchebags.
0: You know what's and, really funny? When Uh, that Gillette commercial came out that all the big manly men were upset about because it was just showing, you know, be a good guy. And it's usually the big, strong guys who make fun of guys for being sensitive were being crybabies over a commercial. (laughs) It was just a commercial. I know. They were being the snowflakes at that point in time. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just,
1: you know, I think it's, I think our world is kind of messed up with everything. And, um, well, I think a place it's a shame
0: that attached to my sensitive or feminine side just because of, you know, I'm a nerd. The stuff that I'm into has shown me, like, since I, well, seeing women in power, this is going to sound lame, but Princess Leia was always a great example to me of a powerful female character and stuff like that. I mean, I can go on and on. Like Harry Potter. Harmony was the only smart one in that group. Without her, they would have died several times. Several times, yeah. Like um, be, oh, first movie. Detroit was my Maybe another example it. of a strong powerful female hey everybody this is Eric with the something something podcast and I'm here today to tell you some cool news we have decided to start a patreon and since we're new to the patreon game we're gonna keep our tiers low and we're only gonna have two for right now so for one dollar a month you will get to hear the show on Monday while the Rest of the world has to wait till Friday. For three dollars a month, you will get our monthly picks. That is where me and Larry will tell you about the movies, TV shows, video games, books, and music we are currently listening to. And hey, I just want to give a big thank you to our listeners for being the best part of the Something Something podcast. You know, Sasha. I mean, there's a
1: lot of stuff that you know that. I guess personally I don't want to kind of put out there yet. Um but you know, I mean I'll I'll talk about whatever. It's just I think when you go through like some kind of hardship or like a tragedy, um mm-hmm. I I think how 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 do you I mean how can cuz I mean I to be honest that's what I'm kind of going going through right now. Um yeah, how do you recover
0: your yeah. like Last well, life after. I'll use me as an example guys my dad passed away almost three years ago and it's hard for me to do the little things we used to do like I'm happy it happened here in Jersey because we didn't have a chance to make memories here if it happened in LA I would be a mess but it's hard for me to like watch the movies me and him used to watch or sports was our big thing and How could someone heal from something like that? Well, I mean, what advice? I know you don't have the magic golden ticket for that, but what advice would you give?
2: I have advice and I have a magic golden ticket. Um, The advice I got from an old woman who had been with a man like 70 years and he had recently died. And she said to her, other women in this group, um, older women as well. She said, I'm so sad. Like, how can I ever get over this? And another woman said, you'll never get over it. You just have to live with it. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's true. There are things in our life that we never get over. We just simply have to find a way to live with them and move forward. Um, and that does take time and it is about honoring the feelings while they're there. And, um, Mm -hmm. Then the magic golden ticket is that, um, through theta healing, I'm pretty good at talking to dead people. (laughs) So, you know, if you're wanting to reconnect with a lost loved one, um, that is not impossible, especially if you're willing to go with me on that magical journey of like this possibility, this realm of possibility, that's the space between what we actually know as the third dimension, right? (laughs) And that there's access to people's consciousness and their um their spirit, their molecules, their wisdom right there for you. And I, I know that like, you know, parents and other people that are close to you, even pets sometimes <clears throat> just stay with you or check on you and they're happy to give you a message, especially when somebody can hear them.
0: Mm, I totally believe that. Yeah. Mm,
1: mm, I wouldn't, you know. I would actually someday, Sasha, when I'm, when I'm ready to, to talk and to speak, um, I want to talk to you on the air about everything. You you know, we all have our, we all have our shit that we're trying to deal with. And I, I know for a fact that, that you're right. And, you know, it's, it's just how you deal with it. You know, sometimes you got to cry. And I'm okay with it. Man, I, dry, I cry at the drop of a hat. Eric, you know, I listen to music. Same with me, man. I mean,
0: I... Sarah McLaughlin starts singing. I'm <laughs> okay, like, so oh, like there's yeah, starving I mean. children. I could watch that. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Change the channel. Change the channel. Change the channel for the ASPCA,
1: right? Because it starts, and then you're just like, okay, I'm done. But I can, I can cry. I can, and I tell it's, it's the hardest cry that I've ever done, and then it just stops. Um. So yeah, I'm, I'm good with all that, and um, but when I'm ready, when I'm ready, I wanna, I wanna talk to you, Sasha on the air and I want everybody to cry it out with me because trust me, I
0: will cry. Perfect way to say, to be continued for this.
1: You know, I think, I think, yeah, I, I'd, I'd love to have like a, to be continued. And you know, I mean, Sasha, we didn't even get like, you've got events coming up. um, Like within the next few days so if you can just briefly tell us what you got going on and actually this will probably be up when in a couple of weeks right eric
2: yeah tell me the time frame
1: i'll put this up sooner because there's events going
0: on i'll put okay. it up really soon okay okay all right so maybe like within the week or next week i'll, I'll do a double on thursday clayton and this one okay 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 so okay. yeah so go up thursday
2: well, I mean, I have I have monthly uh, and or bi monthly events in San Diego. I do ecstatic dance San Diego, where you can come and dance with me and my cohorts in ritual space and an amazing, loving tribe. Um, and if you're not in San Diego, then there's ecstatic dance wherever you are. I promise, just Google it. Um, but that's a really amazing way to form new connections and try something different and just be in your body and be freely yourself. So ecstatic dance, Um, and then quite soon, September, October time, I'm going to start a three-part series to become a Come Play facilitator. So there'll be a basic facilitator training, and then there'll be level two, which is Purple Circle. Facilitator training. So, if you're interested in doing men's circles, women's circles, or a combination of men and women talking about sex or adult sex ed, purple circle is my adult sex ed circle. Um, and then a final facilitator training that will take you to be certified in the self discovery dive method. So, all of that will be done over Zoom and online for the most part. Um, we do an annual women's gathering called the Southern Sierra goddess gathering, and that'll be coming up in January. So keep yours out for that. Um, and then I have a side company that often does smaller events, uh, called goddess breath, which are herbal teas and rollies. So you basically are smoking tea. Yes, you can smoke this tea, okay. um, the tobacco, but you can always add your favorite picks. And, um, we do a lot of events. So goddess breath blends at Instagram. um, <laughs> And I'm doing a couple of workshops in uh, Oceanside coming up called Intuitive Herbology and Practical Magic.
1: Nice. Now, what is, so obviously you're you've got a website, but you know, everybody's got a website, but how is the, how is, now I say that, you know, because obviously all your information's on your website. Sasha Zelig.
0: your your social media will be in the
1: the links. But what is the most immediate way that somebody can look into your life and go, what is she doing today?
2: (sighs) I mean, Instagram's pretty good for that. If you're up for what's going on right, right now. Um, And it's just Sasha come play on Instagram. It's a really easy way to find me. And you can also direct message me there.
1: Perfect. Um, I do. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, oh I'm just gonna links in the description, all that good stuff. But what were you gonna say before I interrupt? I was just
2: gonna offer um, that you can you can schedule a free hour with me for a consultation if you're interested in learning more about play coaching um, with me. So if that's under the coaching link on the website.
1: Okay, great. People what the hell are you waiting for? You, you've, you, you've heard me whine and bitch and complain. And Sasha, you have stood very tall tonight. And I love you for everything, everything you do. And every every bit of woman that you are, you're so powerful. And, and man, I wish I was in San Diego right now. I'd be down there and I'd be like, man, because... It's just the the way you talk and the way you speak and the way you feel passion about helping people. And I, I can feel it. And ladies and gentlemen, you've got to be a part of this because I know I will be when I get back to, to California when you come to Texas. So yeah. great.
0: Well, everybody, Sasha, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. And we can't wait to have you back on. And to all of our listeners, as always, be excellent to each other.
2: Thank you guys so much for having me. And thank you for highlighting and spotlighting amazing creative people in the world. It's an awesome mission. Thank you.